Hello and welcome to CSF's annual report. This is our first run at an audio digital. And so if you are just coming here from your favorite podcast player, please go check us out online. See the images and the stories that accompany these podcasts at csfindiana.org slash annual report. And if you are coming from the website, thanks for joining us. Please update your information and consider being a sustaining donor. Enable ministry here on campus for the next 51 years. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Cycling for More podcast, where cycling and faith come together. Brought to you by Ends of the Earth Cycling. This is episode number 13, Lighting Up the Little Five. Let's roll out. much for joining us on the Cycling for More podcast brought to you by End of the Earth Cycling. My name is Nick Hainer. And I'm Derek Reed. Oh, Derek, man, it is good to be back recording another episode with you after we yeah. took some time, kind of did something a little bit different for the ride preview episodes. Um, yeah. So I'm glad to have this chance to actually like sit down and record with you again. Likewise. Likewise, Nick. It was, it was a bit lonely. I'm not going right. to lie. It was... I, it was hard to like not be able to bounce things off. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah. totally agree. Like I, I definitely kind of had to have it more scripted out as far as that uh-huh. goes. Um, yeah. But you know what? Like as we talk about this, uh, folks, if you have not gotten a chance to listen to those ride preview episodes, I would encourage you guys to go uh, check them out and, and just listen to them. Even if you're not planning on going on any of those rides, uh, I, they're just a great chance to hear from the beneficiaries. I think that was kind of one of the cool parts was getting to talk with the beneficiaries and just hear their hearts and their excitement yeah. um, uh, for the rides that were upcoming. And and in the case of the Key West ride, you had a good chance to talk with uh, Dale Puckett from Youth Hope, who had been out there with uh, with uh, Prosperous Youth Foundation there in Thailand for a little while yeah. pri- previous to the Key West ride. So that was a really good conversation, too. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was really fun to be able to talk to them just about their experience and about, uh, you know, their family's uh, whole um, like time there and, and all of that kind of stuff, you know, and honestly too, like just listen to the other beneficiaries, uh, was, was encouraging to me because I think that, uh, you know, obviously this is why we do, uh, not only the podcast, but this is why we cycle, you know, yeah. and, um, as I'm, uh, training for some of the different rides that I'm going to be doing this year, uh, it, it was really encouraging to hear, you know, and, and to be able to pray for, uh, mm. each of those, those people too, as I'm, as I'm training for it. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, I, I echo Nick in this and, in, in that, uh, y'all need to go listen, uh, just to our beneficiaries, um, and, and listen to, uh, you know, hearing what God is, is doing, uh, in their lives and, and all across the world. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, well, uh, getting back to this episode that we have before us here and that we're going to share with you all today, uh, I'm like I said, I'm excited because we're back and we're recording together, which is great. But I also think this is going to be fun because we're going to talk a little bit about college life, 
We're going to talk a little bit about Ascender Racetrack, and we're going to talk a little bit about Fixies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's going to be a good time. We sure are. Yeah. yeah. And, but, you know, college. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah. No, I just college in general. I mean, that's that's just a fun episode. You know, it, it feels like uh, John Belushi. There uh, you with, go. Right. You know, that that college. Uh, that's right. You know, T-shirt. Absolutely. College over it. So, yeah. <laughs> there, you there, go. You go. there you go. There you go. Well, before we move on with this episode, Ends of the Earth Cycling would like to thank Johnson University for partnering with us to make a difference in the lives of youth around the world and for making the Cycling for More podcast possible. Johnson University has helped students explore their passions and pursue their calling since 1893. Their mission is to educate students for Christian ministries and other strategic vocations framed by the Great Commission in order to extend the kingdom of God among all nations. The university's threefold approach blends arts and sciences and Bible and theology with professional study areas, preparing students for meaningful impact on the world in the name of Christ. Today, the Johnson University system offers more than 70 associate, bachelor's, master's, and Ph.D. programs across three campuses in East Tennessee, Central Florida, and online, as well as localized extended sites across the country. For more information on how Johnson University can help you pursue your higher education goals, visit them online at www.johnsonu.edu. All right. Well, kind of fun that we get to do that spot. Um, I know we did it maybe not too terribly long ago in terms of number of episodes, uh, but since we're talking about college life and Johnson yeah. is a, you know, a big partner with us and what we do at Ends of the Earth Cycling. And if mm-hmm. people recall, you know, my alma mater as well. Yeah. So kind of fun to be able to highlight them um, as we talk a little bit about college life. So, so Derek. A very shameless plug there, Nick. Very, uh, it totally Very was. well done. That's okay. Yeah. I, you know what? It's great. I, I mean, it's I, cool. I loved my Represent time your alma mater. That's right. That's I loved my time there. Absolutely. Um, so I was at the Tennessee campus. The Florida campus uh-huh. wasn't really a thing at that time. Um, sure. But the Florida campus. It was campus, the college the, formerly uh, known as Florida Christian college. That's true. Right? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And from everything that I've seen, the Florida campus is beautiful. And, you know, we've had several yeah. students um, from the, the Florida campus on different rides with us as well, uh, yes. which is cool. So, uh, so Derek, college life, uh, you know, you and I probably had different experiences than a lot of people. You know, I went to Johnson yeah. University, a Christian school. Uh, you went to... I went to Lincoln Christian University. Right. Um, yeah. And it was, I, I really loved college. I, I really did. I learned... So much about myself, uh, so much about um, just I, I dove, you know, really deep into to the word of God. Uh, you know, I got to uh, experience a lot of different things. I went on, you know, so many different uh, missions projects mm-hmm. while I was there and I yeah. fell, in love, fell in love with missions uh, while I was at college, while I was at Lincoln and fell in love with the world there, I think, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one of the the. I mean, not only not only that uh, part of it, the education part of it. I remember being taught how to think and not what mm. to think. Okay, uh, yeah. and that was really really good for me uh, to be able to kind of form my own opinions about life and about uh, like theology and and all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff, you know. But uh, there was there was that aspect of it, and then just the fun. I mean, yeah. it's uh, you know, I, I was in a dorm that um, kind of came out of maybe a, a what would kind of be considered a frat um okay. we were kind of the uh the crazy guys on campus uh <laughs> we were known as holers uh because we lived in timothy hall which was uh, known as the hole okay uh, nice. because it was it was definitely 
it was definitely, it had a lot of holes in it. Uh, and we <laughs> probably, probably put a lot more holes, uh, in, in the, in the dorm itself. But, uh, man, we used to have so many different, um, like, uh, yeah, we just, we had this thing called Holder Fest, uh, which we would like <laughs> smoke a big pig and like, I mean, roast it and man, it was, it was so much fun. It was, nice. it was a blast. So nice. I, I learned a lot during college for sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, I, I loved my time in college as well. Loved my time mm-hmm. at Johnson. Um, made some really good friends during that time. You know, people yeah. still keep in touch with, uh, as far as that goes, had that dorm life experience, um, which was just, just kind of fun in its own right. Um, yeah. and you know, met my wife at college. So obviously, Bonus. Uh, right. Absolutely. Um, not the reason I went there, but mm-hmm. hey, it worked out. God was good. Sure. Um, yeah. and, and we're super close to celebrating 15 years. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, thanks. That's awesome. Thanks. I'm, I'm stoked nice. about that. Um, yeah, God is faithful. God is good and all of that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, college life was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, I remember we had this thing and this kind of stands out in my mind, um, that, that we did every year and I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they still do it. I kind of hope they do. Uh, and I want to, I want to mention it because, it mildly relates to what we're about to talk about for the rest of this episode. So we had this event every year that we called, uh, the preacher grand prix. Um, so, you know, it's a Bible college, Christian university. Um, Mm -hmm. and and at one point in time, the, the mascot, like we were, we were the preachers cause, Oh yeah. Well, sure. You know, cause Bible college. Right. Precisely. Um, yeah. So, but we had this race. So there you go. So we had this race and it was called the preacher grand prix. And you know, there was this big like loop, um, around the middle of the campus, like this road loop and part of it went Uh uphill and part of it downhill. But what it was is each class had a team and you had a cart that you had one of your classmates in. And then you had, uh, like I think four different people that, um, you would trade off pushing this cart around the thing. Uh And so it was this race around (laughs) the This giant loop uh, as far as that goes. So, you know, you got the freshmen, sophomores, juniors, seniors and everything. And it was just always (laughs) it was always a ton of fun uh, as far as that goes. And so I I remember that uh, just kind of fondly looking back at that. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I mentioned this. I mentioned this Preacher Grand Prix because uh, for this episode, you got to interview a couple of students from Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana, that are part of the Christian Student Fellowship cycling team. Uh, yeah. Now that's significant, and this is going to explain a little bit why I mentioned that race because uh, there at Indiana University, um, they have had this thing going on since 1951. It's this cycling track race, and they call it the Little 500. Uh, it's often referred to as the Little Five. You'll even hear it referred to as that in the uh, interviews. Now, Derek, you've actually been to this race, right? I have. Yes, I've been to it one time, and yeah, it. It's an incredible, incredible race. I, I, I watched the movie Breaking Away, you know, okay. just to kind of get an idea of what it might be like. Um, right. But and let me throw in yeah. there, uh, people, if you go watch Breaking Away, do mm-hmm. not expect that movie to focus entirely on the little 500. No, no, for it, sure. It, yep. it is definitely a coming of age kind of movie. Um, yeah. But yes, the little 500 is most certainly a part of that. Uh, yes. I say that because like I went into it because everybody hyped it as like this cycling movie and cycling <laughs> is clearly a part of it, but I would argue yeah. that it is not the main focus of it. That's true. That's a good point. Yep. <laughs> so it's, yep. it's, you know, I'm there's our I, movie rant for the there day. There you go. All right. There we go. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. No, but it, it, it's a really, really neat experience, Nick. Um, and, you know, just, just seeing uh, the 33 teams that compete 
uh, in it. Uh, I mean, there's thousands of people there at this race mm-hmm. and, you know, like the, the teams, um, teams of, of, uh, four people, you know, and, uh, man, just, you know, I, I, I did track on a cinder okay. track, you know, okay. and, yeah. and I remember getting, you know, some of the, uh, injuries, you know, like, uh, when I would fall, like I'd get strawberries on my legs or on my uh-huh. elbows and stuff like that. So I can't even imagine, uh, racing around on a, um, you know, a fix, a fixie bike on a, right. you know, single speed, uh, standard bike, uh, and falling, you know, or, yeah. or even like yeah. racing, uh, right. around in that, uh, you know, these guys are, I mean, they're hardcore, you know, yeah. they, they really are, you know, so, uh, but just just the experience of like the the camaraderie, mm. um, the experience of uh, uh, the team itself, uh, being able to um, get off of the bike and then get back into the peloton uh, is just it's incredible and, and it's cool. really fun to watch. So it, it really does feel like you're at the the Indy 500. Uh huh. Um, but, you know, but obviously it's bike. Yeah, but it's little. I see what you did there. Well played. <laughs> That's right. Thanks. Well Thanks. played. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but just the like, I mean, you can obviously like you can see the whole track, obviously yeah. in the little five hundred. But um, you know the just you know coming around. Oh, you know where's your guy? Where's your where's your team? Like, oh, uh-huh. there they are. You know, yeah. like uh, and just seeing the the different coaches and stuff like that, like um, cheering them on, and uh, you know it, it it almost feels like a football game there. You know where the yeah. coaches are like, come on, get in. Yeah. Right. 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 Very cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that um, they race on fixies. So uh, if Mm -hmm. you're not familiar with that term, it's just a fixed speed, single speed bicycle. Uh, They've got the coaster brakes on them, which uh, if you think of maybe a bike you had as a kid, you pedal backwards and that engages Mm -hmm. the brakes. So that's the kind of brakes that are on them. And every team, uh, you said there's 33 teams. Every team has the same bike like it's a standard issue bike and and there's really uh, they can't even do much to it to to change that right right that's correct so um i I was reading up a little bit about it but obviously i know you've been there and had some conversations with the cyclists um so so yeah so they're all racing around the track on these fixie bikes as you said it's a it's a cinder track uh they've all got Mm -hmm. the same gearing and everything else Uh, but the other thing i kind of want to point out you know you talked about there being thousands of fans like I, I was reading just kind of some of the history. Like, I mean, I I've seen numbers as big as like 25,000 people referenced over wow. the course of this weekend between like the women's race, uh, on, I believe the women's race happens on Friday. The men's race happens on Saturday. Um, and then like, there's just a whole bunch of hype leading up to it. And it's like, it's really, it's a big party atmosphere in it a is. lot of ways. Uh, I mean, yeah. it has been referred to as the world's greatest college weekend um, overall. So I, uh-huh. I, I will say, I think when you think of this, you could think of it as maybe like your typical college party kind of atmosphere with yeah. a bike race thrown yeah. into it. Thrown um, in the middle, absolutely. Yeah. Which I yep. think makes what the CSF cycling team is doing there that much cooler in the grand absolutely. scheme of things. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, uh, with all of that being said, kind of giving you guys a little bit of background, uh, as we said, we've got two interviews. And so we're going to do kind of something a little bit different. And rather than give them to you back to back, we're going to cut to one interview and then we'll come back and talk a little bit about it. And then we'll go to the second interview. Um, So that way, if you're like, man, this episode seems long take a break and you can kind of, you know, come back to it as far as that goes. Uh, but let's go ahead and listen into this first interview. Uh, and this first interview is with Riley Pepler. I pronounced that correctly, didn't I? 
You did. Yes. All right. Yep. Absolutely. Right. And you, it's really funny. Her Instagram handle is Dr. Pepler. Oh, so very nice. If you want to follow her there. There you go. All right. Good deal. So this first interview is with Riley Pepler from the CSF women's cycling team. Uh, let's check it out. I get the privilege today to sit here with Riley Pepler uh, from the U.S., uh, not U.S., I'm sorry, from the CSF, Christian Student Fellowship uh, Women's Cycling uh, Team for the Little 500, uh, which is happening on April 13th of 2019. And Riley, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure to have you on here. So, uh, Riley, we we just want to get to know you and get to know a little bit more about uh, what God is doing in your life, and we want to know a little bit more about uh, how you came into cycling and and all of that kind of stuff. So, uh, so I'm going to ask you uh, the first question here is talk a little bit about yourself uh, for a couple of minutes. You know what, uh, who you are, uh, what you like, where you're from. Um, you know, what's your favorite sports teams, your major, all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. The floor is uh, yours. So my name's Riley. Uh, I'm a junior at Indiana University this year. Um, I'm studying physics education. So I want to be a high school physics teacher. Um, and I just started observing in a high school classroom. Um, so I'm wow. starting to get kind of get a feel of uh, what, what my future, my short, my soon future is going to like look like, um, which is really exciting. Um, I'm from Angola, Indiana, which is uh, the northeast corner of Indiana, um, kind of up by Michigan and Ohio. Um, and so I've been a part of the cycling team. This will be my second year. So I joined last year okay. um, as a sophomore in the fall and had no, no cycling experience at all. Wow. Um, we'll talk about uh, that too. Yeah, that was, uh, it was fun. Um, I was very nervous. Um, and then uh, our team captain was a senior last year. She kind of took me in. Um, it was just us for a few months. And then, um, uh, we ended up obviously getting more girls on our team. Um, and then this year I've taken over as, as the captain and we've had some girls return, some new girls. And it's, um, it's been a really fun year and a really like good year so far. So very cool. That's awesome. So if, I mean, physics teacher, I mean, that's going to be great for you know, talking about your cycling experience then, right? I mean, that's, that's going to be great. Yeah, I'm really excited. I also kind of want to stay around Bloomington. So a lot okay. of people in Bloomington know about the Little Five. So it'll be kind yeah. of like a, a fun fact that I can share with my students um, when I start teaching, hopefully, if, if I'm around yeah. this area. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it'll be something cool to bring up in different, in different topics of, of physics. That's very cool. That's great. So Angola, Indiana, uh, Amish country, right? I mean, it's a little bit of, of that area. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, rise and roll donuts, if anyone. There you go. Yes. The Amish donuts. That's great. Oh my gosh, I had the. I think you had our listeners at donuts there. So, um, so Riley, did you grow up in the church, or how how did you come to know Christ? Mm -hmm. Um. So I didn't really grow up in the church. Um. I'm from like kind of like a small conservative town, so there wasn't really um. Uh, there wasn't like ever really a time where I didn't like believe in God, I guess, or like it was just something that was like a common belief of like where I'm from, I guess. So there wasn't ever any like point in time where I was like, oh, I don't think God is real. But there wasn't 
growing up, there wasn't anything like I wasn't ever pursuing Christ. I wasn't, um, I did never go to church. My family didn't go to church. Um, and so I didn't really ever start like exploring my faith or like pursuing Christ until I came to college. Um, I came here and I didn't know anyone. I wanted to go to a new place, um, and kind of just a big new place and just like meet a lot of different people. Um, but I had a girl that I had went on a trip to DC with my junior year of high school. Um, her name's Abigail and she's the only person that I knew here other than people from my high school. And so we started hanging out and she, um, just started dragging me to different, um, Christian ministries and, uh, just kind of asking me if I wanted to go to church with her and she was my only friend here. So I was like, Oh, I have to go and do this stuff with her. Um, and then, uh, we got, both of us got involved in CSF and I started going to a small group, um, started reading the Bible for like the first time ever. And I think that's, I mean that, I know that is like when I, um, started to realize that there's something different than just like believing in God or just um, like having this like blind faith, I guess. Um, And so that's when I think I really like started to actually become like a true believer and like understand what like Christianity is all about Um, was yeah, my freshman year of college and it was really cool. It was really, really cool because I was like the first time that I had ever read through we, CSF studied uh, Matthew, which I think was like a perfect like book for me to start with. That's what my small group followed too. And I think sure. that that really like helped me is reading through Matthew, like in depth and learning how to read. And yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's such a first good introduction into, into Christianity and into what Christ says in, in that. So mm-hmm. that's, that's fantastic. So yeah, that, you kind of helped answer some of my, my uh, third question there of, uh, so it, you said your friend's name was Abigail, is that correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. And she kind of got you involved then in, in CSF, is that correct? Yeah, I would say, um, so me and Abigail were uh, friends and we hung out a lot. And then we met um, a sophomore in CSF also named Abigail. Okay. And she has a younger sister. Um, Maddie, she's like, oh, you guys need to beat my sister, Maddie. You guys would really uh-huh. like her. Um, she's going to be at CSF this week. Like, yeah. so, um, we met Abigail, the sophomore, um, uh-huh. at Faith Fest. And, okay. um, we had tried out, like we had went to a bunch of different ministries on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think that, uh, Abigail, the sophomore was super welcoming. She offered to like drive us to CSF, like, yeah hang out with us while we were there. And I think that she's one of like the main reasons that me and my friend Abigail kind of stuck with CSF. And then she also induced, introduced us to other um, students that were new that wanted to make friends. And it, yeah. it actually, we, we made like our best friends kind of like in that first few weeks at CSF. So. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I love how, you know, what you talk about there with, getting into college, getting into this new, um, this new life, this, this, uh, completely different world than Angola, Indiana. Mm -hmm. And you know, uh, how somebody kind of helped bring you along 
you know, in, mm-hmm. in wanting to create that community. And, and I see it, I see it a lot amongst college students and, and really even in the cycling community mm-hmm. is that that whole idea of, I know somebody else and I know uh, this yeah. person and, and this person uh, can get me introduced to other people as well. So I, I love that, that you got involved uh, through, through mm-hmm. another person. That's great. So you, you mentioned uh, at the beginning that uh, you weren't really into cycling. So, I mean, how did you like, how did you get into cycling? Mm-hmm. So um, I am very, I get very nervous to join like new things or do new things. Um, so I went to the, well, I heard about CSF cycling, like beginning of my freshman year. And I was like, well, that sounds pretty cool, but I don't know anything about bikes. Like I can't really do that. Uh-huh. Um, and then I went to the race my freshman year and I was like, whoa, this is really, really cool. And then I started like telling all my friends, yeah, I'm going to do cycling next year. Like I'm definitely going to do it next year. Uh Um, And then like time came for it to, to start. And actually um, I'm pretty sure it was my friend Abigail. Okay. (laughs) She she reached out to the CSF president, my, Uh who was president my sophomore year. He was also the student coach of the cycling team and was like, yeah, Riley keeps saying she's going to do cycling you need to make sure she like goes to the cycling call out meeting. Uh huh. So I went to it and then I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about cycling. I don't really think that I can do this. Uh And then Dave drove me to a dinner that they had for like people that were considering (laughs) joining. Okay. Didn't tell me that it was for cycling specifically. So I went to that and then I met, um, Emily, who was our captain last year. And, um, Emily told me that I had to go on at least one ride with her. Yeah. I went out on the ride and I realized that like, I could, I could do this. Um, Uh she was very encouraging. Uh, I was very nervous going to my first ride ever. Um, and, but she was, I think she helped me a lot because she just kept like encouraging me every, and she would go out on rides with me all the time. I rode with Emily a ton last year, especially in the beginning when I didn't know any routes in Bloomington or anything. Sure. And uh, just being like pushed, continually pushed by people into it. Um, yeah. It was something that I really wanted to do, but I didn't, I don't think I would have ever done it, had enough guts to just go out and do it on my own. On your own. Yeah. Um, so that's how I kind of got nudged into cycling and then yeah. after I was in I was kind of uh <laughs> I, I stayed with it I guess I yeah. loved it it was really yeah. it was a really good time yeah you were hooked it is a really good <laughs> yeah I bet yep that's great talk about that like that first experience and too like what um would you say that that was your favorite time on a bike or what what's been your favorite time hmm. on the bike yeah um there, there's been some really good rides with, with Emily. Emily just became one of my like best friends last year. And I just, um, so she was a senior when I was a sophomore. So I really just like looked up to her too. Yeah. Um, so I'd say like, it had to be one ride that I went with Emily, but even, um, we went on a ride during winter break, um, mm-hmm. this year, our cycling team went down to Gulf Shores, Alabama Very and, cool. uh, we had a really nice day. Um, it was just like beautiful out. Um, our boys team had came a day, day later than us. 
Okay. Um, so this is our first like big ride all together. And yeah. um, I would say that's probably been my favorite ride. I, I think just like all of us being, we never get to go out on big rides the whole entire team because there's never a time sure. where we're all free at the exact same time. Yeah. And I've never experienced like the entire team going on a ride before. And I think that that was just so cool and like so cool to see everyone working together. Yeah. And so cool to see how much easier it was to ride with like a group of people around you than just going out like with two or three people. Sure. Yep. So, yep. That's yeah. great. Mm -hmm. I, I love that, that you were able to like experience that community too, you know, of being able to do it as a, as a group and, you know, like, uh, you're, you're right with all your schedules and stuff like that at college, right? I mean, you see each other every time, but like getting schedules together is, is really tough. So I bet that was, that was really cool for you. Yeah. It's been really cool this year too. Cause, um, this year compared to last year, our boys and girls teams have just like really connected um and connected like even on like a deeper level than we we ever did last year wow. and it's been a really cool experience to see everyone just like not that we didn't get along with our boys team last year but we like generally like hang out or like we go and hang out with them every weekend and we yeah. um, we all ride together last year it was more of two separate teams i think this year we really integrated into like one big team and it's been that's great it's been really cool to like yeah. see everyone getting along so well that's great. That's really cool. Talk about that first experience. Uh, this is the, the second time you're going to do Little 500. Mm -hmm. Talk about that first experience. What was going through your mind? Like, what, I mean, were you nervous? Were you like, no, let's get this thing done? Like, mm -hmm. what, what, were you, what were you thinking about? So, um, so that first race, I... Um, for some reason was very calm. I wasn't nervous um, until I first got on the bike. My first time being uh -huh. on the bike in the race was the first time I really felt like nervous during that uh -huh. race. Um, and then I remember, uh, so Emily started the race for us. I went in second and I remember yeah. being on the bike and I was like, whoa, I am out here doing this. <laughs> like I'm in uh -huh. the 500 right now, like riding. Yeah. And then I had this feeling of, whoa, I think I went too many laps. I'm really tired. <laughs> I was like, I should have pulled out a lap earlier than that. Uh -huh. Okay. Yep. And then I was like, I just got so like caught up in like being so excited to be in that race that I was like, not really focusing on what I was feeling physically. Sure. Um, and then I, and then I pulled off and then I just remember like a sense of relief um, uh -huh. after I got off the bike yeah. and then throughout the race, uh, well, I ended up throwing up in the race. Oh no. Um, and I, I had said to our coach, I was like, I don't think, I, I think I need a little bit more time before I go back in. And he just looked mm -hmm. at me and he was like, no, you're fine. You're going in this next set yeah. because you're going to ride another set after this. And then you need time to rest before that set. And I was like, uh -huh. okay. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I also like felt just um, like this sense of other people felt confident in my abilities, which was really cool. Um, even when I wasn't so sure about like finishing the race or like going in that set right there, there were other people that were there that like my teammates and everybody else like was there to like lift me up. Um, and I, I, after the race was 
yeah, we got off the bike and we all just like hugged each other. And it was just oh, such a, like a, awesome. like a cool experience because I felt so like loved and like we had just accomplished this all together. Yeah. And, um, even though the race didn't go how we had planned it to go, it was just still this like amazing, like kind of euphoric feeling of like, whoa, we just like did this and yeah. we all did it together. Yeah. That'll preach. That's, that's good material right there. I love that. That's so great. Um, yeah, I, I can imagine like just the nerve and the, like, I, I would probably be the same as you in that mm -hmm. and just the, the nervous feeling of like excitement and what am I doing and uh -huh. trying to get like all of everything, uh, like settled in, man, that would, that would be so much. So, uh, props, props. Yeah. To there was a lot of feeling last year too. Like I think what, what's going to be different about this year is now I feel like I belong on the track. Uh, there was yeah. like a feeling last year where I was like, oh, I'm a rookie. I can't. There were parts where I didn't want to make certain moves because I was uh -huh. like, I, I'm not allowed to make this move or I'm not. Um, I don't have enough credibility to tell someone uh -huh. to let me into the pack. Okay. Um, yep. So that's one because thing. Because you're that, a rookie. Yeah. I think uh -huh. it will be a little bit different this year as I actually feel like I um, – I know that I can command my way into like a good position versus hanging out in the back of a pack. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So. That's great. And you guys, uh, so the women's team, um, races 100 times around, or do you guys still do the 200? We do a hundred laps. Um, okay. there's actually a petition, um, going around this year to get the women's race changed to 200 laps. Um, wow. so I, it probably won't happen for a few years, but, uh, the conversation's been started. Wow. Us. That's really great. Yeah. So the team this year, uh, are they like what you were last year? Are they um, rookies? Are they mm -hmm. veterans? So last year we had um, Emily, our captain, who was a veteran, and then we had all rookie riders. Okay. Um, so we were a very inexperienced team. Mm -hmm. um, coming back this year, um, it's myself, um, Caitlin uh, Wagner, who – uh, didn't race for us last year, um, but she uh, trained with us from like the winter on um, and trained a lot this summer. Um, she is going to be, I think, uh, like a really good uh, asset to our team. She placed eighth in street sprints this year, which is like a sprinting event. And wow. um, so I think she's going to be a really strong rider for us this year. Um, and then we also have Annabelle. Annabelle raced in the race with us last year. Um, okay. so she's returning. Um, Annabelle's a junior and Caitlin's a sophomore. And then we do have two, um, freshman rookies okay. who this is their first year. Um, so I think it'll be kind of like down to the two of them who gets yeah. the fourth race spot. Sure. Um, but it's been, it's been really cool, uh, to see them just get so much better from the beginning. They yeah. started in the fall with us, like in August, Wow. Um, they came to the first call out meeting and have stuck with it all the way till now. Really? That's cool. Um, and it's, they, yeah, they formed like a super good friendship too. I think that they're each other's like best friends on campus. Good. Yeah. Um, so I think whoever gets on the track, the other one will still be, I don't think there's going to be hard feelings, um, yeah, at all this way. year. I just think that, that our team has formed such a good relationship that I think everyone's going to be excited uh, for whoever's racing. And yeah, I think I'm really, I'm pretty confident about our team this year. Um, That's great. With us three like vets returning and then sure. 
um, having our fourth fourth rider being a rookie. So a rookie, that's great. Yeah, and kind of bringing that rookie into uh, as a freshman, you know, that's that's pretty great that yeah she can have that experience already mm-hmm. and have it you know in the next four years as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do in the next four years. Both of them are really strong leaders already like wow. in CSF even. So I'm really yeah. excited to see, uh, see what they can do yeah. with four years of cycling. So That's very cool. That's great. Well, I know that you guys are, are practicing this week, right? This is uh, spring break for y'all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. And uh, to our listeners as well, uh, Riley just informed me this, but today's her birthday. So uh, happy birthday, Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And y'all are um, preparing, right, for the qualifying, uh, yeah, which is next so we'll Saturday? Be, yeah, we'll be on the track a lot this week. Um, we plan to make a trip down to Brown County one day, like okay. ride down there, yeah. uh, which Beautiful is about area. a 65 mile loop, I think. Okay. And uh, yeah, doing, doing a lot of fun stuff this week, but also training a lot. Um, yeah. After this interview, we'll probably head to the track too. Nice. So, That's yeah. great. Cycling on your birthday, man. That's yeah. That's, right that's very cool. Well, last last question here, um, or last couple of questions here. What do you What are you looking forward to most this year for Little Five Hundred? Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm really excited to see uh, how spring series is coming up. So with that, that includes quals, qualifications, um, uh, ITTs, which are individual time trials. Okay, and um, a team pursuit race, which is like a four man, um, race. And I'm just really excited. And then, uh, the little 500 too, but I'm really yeah. excited to see, um, what we do in spring series. We all did ITTs in the fall. Okay. Um, so I'm really excited to see where, where we've grown, um, over the course of this year. Um, but also just, I, I think we're a really talented group and I'm really excited to see, um, that talent on display um, in, in spring series and see how we compare to some of the other teams on the track. Um, and then I'm excited for, for a little five weekend. It's, it's yeah. a really fun weekend. Um, it's what we train for all year. So yeah, um, absolutely. I'm like, I'm super pumped obviously for that weekend too. Yeah. And uh, everything that, everything that goes into it. So very cool. That's great. Well, how can we as a crew um, and, and as listeners, how, how can people be praying for you and, and for your team this year? Um, I think uh, first, uh, um, just like praying for safety and health while we go into this season um, with only five riders, losing a rider is pretty devastating, um, like due to injury or anything. So definitely yeah. praying for health. But I think more importantly, uh, one of our missions like for our team is to um, like be a light in the cycling community, be able to like spread God's message um, throughout that cycling community and just being like a team that's different on the track, being a team that um, other teams want to, to be with. Yeah. Um, So I think just like prayers for for just being that team for someone or some, Mm -hmm. some team on the track. Um, and then also just praying that like, we're, yeah, we're able to share God's message either through, through our words or even through our actions, like out on the track. Um, I just hope that, um, and pray that that's something that our team accomplishes every year. 
Yeah. Um, more importantly than like winning the race. So yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. We can definitely be praying for that. And uh, thank you. Thank you for, for sharing all of those, those requests too. Uh, well, Riley, thank you so much for allowing us to take time out of your birthday and out of your schedule this week to, uh, uh, to talk with us. And, and we just really appreciate all that, that you and, and uh, the women's team are doing. Uh, and we just wish you all the, the luck on April 12th. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're very excited. Um, and it was really fun talking to you too. So. Good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Well, we hope you all enjoyed getting to listen to Derek's conversation with Riley there. Uh, I know for me, as I listened to it, uh, there was there was one thing that, that kind of really stood out, maybe a couple things, but one thing that really stood out, I loved how she talked about um, Emily. Emily was the team captain the year before this current year. Uh, Riley's the team captain for the women's team this year. Um, but she talked about Emily like really taking her under her wing because she even mentioned like when she saw this race the first time and kind of looked at it, she, she didn't think it was something that she could do. Yeah. Uh, And so I loved her telling that story of how Emily kind of really took her under her wing and kind of mentored her and, and got her riding and, and everything else. And uh, I just loved that picture of, of her sister in Christ being there for her and helping her in this cycling endeavor. And I can't imagine, you know, the faith conversations that they had in that process as well. And I just really liked that picture of discipleship and of mentoring um, that happened with, uh, with Emily and with Riley through this process of Riley kind of getting into something that she didn't know if she'd even really be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe she can take some of that stuff uh, that Emily learned or that Emily taught her mm-hmm. and, and teach it to the other uh, teammates as well. You know, yeah. What an incredible, like kind of pay it forward. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing for that too. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, one of the things that I really uh, enjoyed about that was getting to hear a little bit about her major uh, mm. and, and a little bit about what uh, she's going to be doing uh-huh. um, and, and being able to like then kind of put that into like the cycling aspect of it. Like what, mm. how, to, how the cycling and, and what her major is, is going to, you know, really um, go well and, and mel- uh, like mold together really well. And right. So, yeah. So it was, it was really neat to, to hear she's kind of putting it into practice a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And you know, um, I, it's just, it's cool to hear about somebody going from not being a cyclist at all, not even thinking that they could do it to participating in this race and now being a team captain for this year's race. Um, it's just really neat to kind of hear that story. Like those are some of my favorite stories of, you know, people looking at something and thinking like, I could never do that. Yeah. And, and now here she is uh, as the team captain this year. Yeah. And I just think uh, those those stories of overcoming something or looking at something and not thinking you can do it and then being coached through it and being mentored yeah. through it to be able to take that on and to be able to live out that experience um, is such, you know, in my mind, such a good picture of like the faith walk. Like I, I could, you know, could never see myself yeah. having that kind of faith or doing something like that. And then somebody coming alongside and walking with you step by step. Um, yeah. So super cool. I, I just I loved getting to hear about her experience with the cycling team, um, yeah. riding with the team down there in Alabama and just all of those yeah. things. Uh, just really cool to hear that community aspect of yes. who this team is and, and some of the things they're all about. 
absolutely. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to to interview her and just listen to her heart and uh, you know what God is is doing in her life. So yeah, so we we awesome. really appreciate you, Riley. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Riley, so much for sharing your story with us. We appreciate it. So, well, as we said, uh, we've got two interviews for this episode. Uh, that first interview with Riley. Uh, the second interview that Derek got to do was with Will Hobart. I got that one right as well? You did. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. I'm, well done. I'm, I'm two for two. Thank you. Two for two. Uh, yes. We'll take Back it. A thousand. <laughs> I'm retiring now officially. <laughs> <laughs> um, so second interview with Will, and he is actually this year's captain of the uh, CSF men's cycling team. Uh, and so you'll get to hear some of his story and a little bit about just kind of where he's uh, come from in life and his experiences with the CSF cycling team as well. Uh, anything you want to add before we jump into it, Derek? I don't think so. I'm looking forward to y'all hearing this one as well. All right, good deal. Let's uh, let's listen to this interview with Will. So I get the privilege today to sit here with uh, Will Hobart from uh, Indiana University's Christian Student Fellowship team. And uh, Will, thank you so much for for coming on on our uh, podcast, and and we just really appreciate. Uh, all that you guys are doing. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Little Five Hundred. Um, if if some of you don't know, uh, Little Five Hundred is a uh, race around a quarter mile track. Uh, is it two hundred times? Will is that correct? Yes, yeah, two hundred laps. Two hundred laps. Yeah, and on fixies, correct? Which are single speeds bikes. Yes, yeah, st- single yeah. speed bikes around a cinder track. Okay. Wow. That's great, man. Well, we get the chance here to talk with Will about uh, his involvement in uh, Little 500 and his involvement in Christian Student Fellowship team. Uh, so, Will, uh, thank you again. And uh, I, I just want to give you the opportunity real quick to, to kind of talk about yourself for a couple of minutes. You know, what, uh, who you are, where you're from, what you're like, uh, you know, favorite sports teams, all of that kind of stuff. So uh, feel free real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name's Will, again. Uh, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, I'm a junior here at IU. Um, I'm in the Kelly School of Business studying economic consulting and operations management. Um, favorite sports teams. Uh, growing up, I was a big Bengals fan, Reds fan, and although I was in the the middle of Ohio State territory. I grew up as a Michigan uh, football and basketball fan. Wow. You heard it here, folks. (laughs) He said the M. (laughs) I did, yeah. And um, now that I'm at IU, I've kind of been converted on the – Oh, yeah. Okay. But that's been a lot of fun with going to football games here, basketball games here. Yeah. Tradition here is unbelievable. Very cool. So, uh, Will, you're, you're involved, uh, with Christian student fellowship. Um, how, you know, talk a little bit about how you came to know Christ. Sure. Um, so growing up, I was raised in a, a Christian family and my, my parents always did a great job of, uh, bringing me to church every Sunday, but Mm. also outside of that, kind of emphasizing the importance um, of that relationship with God. Um, and I think that's really huge for me and has stuck with me 
um, throughout the years. Um, but as I've kind of gotten older and um, grown up, some really imp influential mentors in my life has all have also, you know, pushed me to uh, pursue my faith even uh, further and ask tough questions and really grow. Um, and that's been really amazing for me. So th those mentors, like as I was growing up, as I was going through um, those tough times of junior high and high school were huge for me and pushing me um, to be better and spread, share my faith. And, um, you know, every day growing and getting better with um, my relationship and my faith. So um, it's been a great journey for me. And um, it's, it's really been a big part of who I am and in my Very life. Cool. That's great. What church uh, over in Cincinnati did you grow up at? Uh, Sunrise Church. Okay, very cool. Luther Pike. It's a, a a little smaller church. I I started going there when I was really young, and also when the church was really young. When we started to meet in uh, the high school, the wow. the local community high school. So we would. Uh, I remember as a kid, we'd have they called it All Stars, and we okay. Um, do a bunch of games down in the gym. We'd get to play basketball. It was pretty cool. That's um, cool. And but uh, it, it was funny. It was in this high school that was falling apart. They're renovating it now that I'm wow. gone. But um, it was really cool to see that, to go from that start of the church with a, you know, and as it grew, grew and grew and grew, and then eventually raised money to you know, build a new church building from the That's ground. Great. That was a really cool process to yeah. be a part of. And I was a part of that church, you know, from those, that all-star days to when I was a little kid and then all the way up through high school um, when wow. I left. And that was cool because I was able to kind of fill all of the different roles. I was, you know, mentored when I was younger. And then when I was older, I was able to teach classes and really mm -hmm. Um, build into um, the next generation of kids that were coming through the the church. So that Very was cool. Really That's really neat. So you were involved uh, even in high school uh, in in kind of like a mentor role with that. Yeah. So I would teach some classes back um, in in the Sunday school. I also um, was pretty involved with leading a, a summer camp we would do there, hmm. um, which was a lot of fun, uh, and I got to kind of be creative, make some fun videos to get all the kids excited. And nice. so, yeah, it, it, it was a really cool experience. And um, I really, that church has really um, been great to me and my family. Yeah, that's great. Kind of helped grow you in the faith yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So you're, you're a junior at Indiana University and uh, a, a business major uh, studying economics. What, um, yeah, what involvement have you been like? I know that's that's a huge transition from high school into into college. So, how did you get involved uh, with CSF with Christian Student Fellowship? So, coming into school, I knew that I wanted to get involved with some sort of, um, you know, student ministry group. Mm -hmm. I, I knew that that was important to me. Yeah, uh, I knew that I wanted to, you know, surround myself with. A community and people that would, you know, push me to pursue my faith. Um, but 
there, there's a lot of them here at IU. And how mm -hmm. I stumbled upon CF, CSF was actually really, really lucky. And it was really amazing, actually. So before freshman year, I went to uh, this camp called Camp Kelly. It's okay. a way for you to kind of get integrated into college life, but also meet a lot of new people as you're coming into this unfamiliar place. Yeah. And the crazy thing was, so that some of the two people that I got closest to um, were people within uh, that were going to live in CSF as freshmen, Rudy um, okay. Latowski and Jeff Bradford. Hmm. Um, and those guys I'm friends with to this day. But um, after that camp, we were really close. They'd invite me over to the house um, just to hang out. Um, and that it went from that to just hanging out the house, spending time there, to starting to go to uh, the Thursday night services that CSF puts on called Encounter. Okay. Um, and then just from that point, um, that's been you know, a cornerstone of my college experience, you know, Very cool. uh, being involved within CSF's ministry, um, going to encounter every Thursday. Yeah. Uh, I actually, last year, my sophomore year, I lived in the house, in the CSF okay. house. Nice. Um, so it's been That's great. great. That's yeah. very cool. So uh, being in the house, so there's what, 70, 75 to 100 students, correct, that, that live in the house? Yeah. I think 75 to 80, somewhere around there. Okay. Very cool. Where they have it at. That's great. So not only is it like encounter like on Thursdays then, but it really, you really do get to build that community with the people that you're also worshiping with. Correct. Yeah. It's a, it's really a great community um, of people that live in the house. Mm -hmm. um, but also the house is also kind of like a, um, like a meeting spot or kind of like a hub within the campus where okay. anyone that's involved in the, the CSF community can, you know, come get dinner, mm -hmm. you know, meet, um, or just hang out. Um, and Very it's cool. kind of a place. Um, and it's, I think it's really important and it's something that sets CSF apart from other ministries here at IU yeah. sure. um, that we have that physical location where, mm -hmm. Um, that community can really, really grow. And then yeah. we can reach out into the IU community as well mm -hmm. and invite yeah. people into um, that space as into well. Into that space. That's great. Yeah. Kind of meeting people where they're at in that, mm -hmm. that whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I've been to the house and man, it's a, it's an awesome house. I, I love that it's at the end of Greek row and that it's, yeah. you know, like almost kind of looks like a, a frat or a sorority, you know, like with the basketball uh, stuff in the back that, that Bill and Josh are, are creating there, you know, and yeah. just really, really neat house. So, uh, so I'm, I'm glad that you're uh, a part of it and that you were a part of it. Uh, so you, are you the captain then, uh, this year, uh, for the, the cycling team? Yes, I am the captain. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really been great. Um, uh -huh. last year I, um, I rode for the first time and we had, okay seniors on the team wow um so they've graduated um mm -hmm. they import parted a lot of knowledge onto me <laughs> and now i'm kind of stepping in as you know the most experienced person on the team even sure. though it's you know one year of uh -huh. but it's been, sure. it's been good. 
That's really cool. So talk a little bit. You said that you uh, raced last year in it. Uh, how did you get into cycling? I mean, was it like, um, you know, just something that, that you, you just picked up or, you know, how, how did you get into it? So I freshman year, um, I didn't, I did not race. I didn't okay. ride. I didn't, uh, I hadn't really raced a bike competitively. The last time I had really ridden a bike was, you know, just cruising around town. Right. As a kid. Yeah. Um, and so I went to the race freshman year and I knew it was a big deal. I knew it was a big, amazing tradition. Um, it's been going on for almost 70 years. Um, wow. But as I was in that stadium watching that race, uh, I kind of had a moment where I was like, wow, this is something I need to uh -huh. try to yeah. get involved in. And uh, really, like, because I knew um, that coming from high school, coming from growing up, I'd always been involved in competitive sports and okay. sports. And that uh -huh. was a big part of, of who I was. Sure. And it was a big part of my kind of, you know, stress management routine. Uh-huh. You know, working with yes. the team and working really hard. Yeah. Um, so I, I I sat in that race and I was like, this is this is awesome. This is something yeah. I want to do. That you want um, to be a part of. Yeah. So the next so that was in April mm -hmm. of what would it be? Uh 2017. Okay. And you know, the next month or so that we had on campus i uh rode with csf's team because i knew oh. some of the guys on the team um okay. those two seniors that uh, i mentioned earlier um yeah. kevin drake and chatham anderson mm -hmm. and then going into that summer i um bought a bike and started riding on the road well wow. first on the, we had a there's a bike trail um uh -huh. right in the house okay starting on there then finally took off the training wheels, went on the road. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but a big part of that was um, one of my, my good friends um, from back home, their uh, dad um, mm -hmm. has really, cycling's been a part of his life for a long time. He's been racing bikes for a long time, and he's been doing it really competitively. Yeah. Um, and he... Kind of took me under his wing. Wow! Helped me get off the ground with um, giving me kits, um, giving me different gear, um, and kind of like teaching me how to ride. Um, uh -huh. Teaching me how to ride first on the uh, the trail, and then as I went onto the road, kind of yeah. teaching me the skills and the technique that I needed to know. Very um, cool. Um, so that was, that was huge for me. And he really kind of opened a lot of doors yeah. um, and allowed me to kind of grow as a cyclist quickly over that Very summer. Cool. Yeah. And then as I came back on the campus that fall, um, just started training with CSF and getting ready for that 2018 race. 18 so. race. Wow. So this will be your second time then racing in that. What was it like for you uh, going from watching it in 2017 to participating in 2018 it was pretty surreal to be honest because going from watching it where you see the spectacle as well as all year we watch a lot of race tape so uh -huh. sure. we're very familiar with with the race 
and mm -hmm. how it functions, how it works, what happens leading up to it. Sure. But um, definitely when I was there on the day of the race, uh -huh. it kind of hit me. I was kind of looking around at all the people that were there. It's yeah. you know, tens of thousands of people right. um, <laughs> listening to the national anthem and everything leading up to the race. I did kind of have a moment as they kind of uh, walk you around the tap track. The team okay. will walk one lap around the track and then return uh -huh. to the pit as okay. you, uh, before the race, and they kind of announce each team. Wow. And in that moment, I was almost kind of getting, like, you know, distracted by everything that was going on. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of surreal. But then I kind of had to tell myself, all right, you need to walk in. This uh -huh. is preparing for all year you yeah. know what to do tunnel vision um, yeah tunnel vision there um and then kind of going into um getting into the race for the first time mm -hmm. my first set it was really interesting um the first lap i got in the race um there were two wrecks uh right right away wow within five seconds of each oh other oh my goodness so that, hearing that, you know, big crash uh -huh. like, to, to your side or behind yep. you, yep. it, it was kind of like, oh, this is how it's going to be. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm in the yep. race. Right, um, right. So that was a, an interesting How race. close were you to them? Um, so within the Peloton, I was on the inside. Okay. Um, so I probably had some room to, like, move into the gutter if I needed uh -huh. to. But sure a person to not the person next to me but the person on the other side of that person okay there. went down okay wow yeah that that was that was a little scary because uh -huh. first set in the race that happens yeah and then what usually happens when there's a wreck like that is people kind of sprint we'll pick uh -huh. it up sure and to try to and get, to get out of it yeah, to get out of it, and if there's a good team caught up in in it, to try and uh -huh. lose them. Yeah. And uh, so got into that that sprinting. They didn't uh -huh. throw the yellow flag, so that I wow. continued. Uh huh. And um, so that that was a it was a tough first set for me. I um, bet. But I was happy with how I was able to, um, you know, burn. Um, uh -huh. Oh, for, for the listeners, I can explain burning, I guess. Yeah, please do. Um, so the little 500 is an interesting race because each team will have four riders mm -hmm. um, and uh, you'll exchange riders within the race. Okay. And that, that kind of consists of bringing the bike in, uh, really engaging that coaster brake, kind of slamming uh -huh. down on it, skidding in. Uh, jumping off the bike while it's moving and handing it off to the next guy. Mm -hmm. um, and they'll jump on the bike and try and reintegrate into the peloton. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing is that that does kind of kill a little bit of speed. It, kind of, it takes a little bit of time to do that exchange. Yeah. So as a part of the race, um, what you do before you're coming in for an exchange is you'll do a burn. It's basically... Okay an all-out sprint to try and get a gap on the uh -huh. on the peloton 
so that when you exchange, the next rider can kind of seamlessly reintegrate back Re into, the into it. Yep. Okay. So. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. That, uh, mm -hmm. Some of our listeners are uh, just getting into cycling and some are also, uh, they, they understand that, that uh, language, that, that terminology. So, yeah. Yeah. So thank you for, for explaining that. That's really cool. Yeah, watching it for the first time. I think I watched it for the first time in 2017 and I was just amazed at like just the the quality and just the like I I don't think I could ever do the exchange. Like I I mean if I I think if I was in it like what you were just saying, if I was in it, like I would be tunnel visioned and like I'd like tune everything else out, right? So, but man like more, more power to you guys in, in that whole thing. So, um, so that's, that's really cool. Um, so what, what, um, talking about cycling here, what has been your best memory on the bike? So I was thinking about that. I I'd probably say one or one of two things, either one finishing that race last year and kind of embracing the team um, it was our last year we had our best finish ever. Okay. Um, and we finished on the lead lap uh, for the first time as a wow. team. Wow. And we were, we were super happy about that. So just celebrating with the team and yeah. hugging everyone with the, and hugging our coach and everything like that. that it's an amazing yeah. memory um, because like, you know how much work you collectively put in as a team and to see yeah. The, the fruits of that um, uh -huh. it was really really a cool moment yeah um, and then the other one um, is more uh, it kind of happens a lot but it's just the time out on the road that mm -hmm. um, we sp spend together as a team so yeah. Wilmington has some uh, beautiful roads to ride on and yeah. you know just being out there in the in the beauty of uh, the countryside with yeah. friends, with people from the team, yeah. uh, with other teams as well. Um, those moments are really amazing memories that um, I'll always remember. Very cool. That's great. Yeah, I, Bloomington is a really nice place. I I uh, I did the little five hundred or the not little five hundred. I did the hilly hundred um, mm -hmm. with uh, Josh and. Uh, his brother-in-law Sam, and then Logan and Luke, uh, and all of those guys. This past October, John Ray, um, uh, Bradley, like all of those guys uh, were in there, and uh, Ryan Lee. Ryan Lee has this like. Do you know Ryan at all? Uh, I Ryan think so. has he has this e-bike that's that he built that's a, like a wooden e-bike, and like I mean he was just like. Man, I, w I was so jealous of that after that that Hilly 100 because he would just – he'd put that on, and I'm like, man, I'm so – like, I need that right now because I was definitely out of my league in that. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that – you're right. Bloomington has some amazing trails and uh, just a, a great cycling community in that. So, I I really appreciate you you sharing that too. So, um, yeah. a couple more questions here. What What are you looking forward to most at Little 500 this year? Uh, so this year, uh, it's kind of a really cool opportunity for me because um, the team is made up of me uh, with, you know, the one year of experience and uh -huh. then uh, four rookies. Okay. Uh, rookies, they've never raced before. Um, 
this wow. is their first year getting involved with um, Little Five. Okay. So this year, what I'm really looking forward to um, is in these events leading up to the race and then the race coming up in April. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool opportunity to help these guys grow in their, uh -huh. their cycling ability and okay. also in, in the mission of TSF's cycling team as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a really cool opportunity for me to help mm -hmm. grow and develop them and mentor them. Yeah. Um, and uh, next year, uh, move, looking into 2020, my senior year, mm -hmm. um, no, one, no one will be graduating. We'll be sure. returning everyone. Um, yeah. So this growth and development um, that we're putting in this year, um, you know, all pays dividends as we yeah. continue on into next year as well. So absolutely, kind of a, a cool two-year process, and yeah, really looking forward to making sure that they all feel confident on the track and really yeah. make the most of the experience. So that's really cool. cool. What's uh, what what is the mission? You you talk about that a little bit. What is the mission of CSF's cycling team? So CSF cycling team uh, has a really kind of unique mission because um, the little 500 community, it's a large community um, because um, there's a men's and women's race. And okay. then in each of those races, um, there'll be a, a 33 team field. Okay. Um, and each of those teams has four people. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's hundreds of people within this, this little 500 community. Yeah. And uh, CSF cycling and the sport that the house puts behind us um, gives, gives us the opportunity to kind of be a light within this, this community, mm. um, really grow relationships while we're, you know, practicing out on the track or yeah. we're going out on rides on the road, yeah. um, you know, building those bonds, you know, getting that, that, you know, street cred, if you will, yeah, sure. little 500 community, and then using those, those bonds, those relationships and, you know, inviting them over to the CSF house, inviting yeah. them to come to encounter, uh, uh -huh. like something, uh, spring breaks actually about, about to start to kick uh -huh. off here at okay. IU. Yeah. And most, um, a lot of the cycling teams will stay here in Bloomington, mm -hmm. um, because the track is open during the week. Okay. And it's kind of crunch time and preparation for qualifications. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this week, uh, this upcoming week, we're actually going to be doing a, a pancake breakfast where we're inviting everyone to the house. We're going to yeah. be uh, cooking up some pancakes, waffles, and wow. you know, even little things like that. It's just a, a great opportunity to you know get people into the house, get yeah. those conversations going, absolutely, and you know invite them into encounter as well. Yeah, that's very cool, and to be able to share Christ with with them in in cycling that's so that's so yeah. great it's a super cool opportunity yeah cool. absolutely yeah what's uh so who's on the team this year uh you said it's yourself and then three rookies so who's who else is on the team with you uh so on the men's team we have uh aaron finley uh thomas mccarthy dan daniel vargas and then uh luke barrow okay very cool and those you said are all first time uh competitors, correct? Yep. All rookies. Um yeah. so they've been through the the rookie uh -huh. environments training. And all of the training that they, yep. they put them through on the track. Okay. Uh-huh. So yeah, now, hazing, if you will. 
maybe a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I'm not supposed to say that anymore. It's, uh, it's 2019. I can't, I can't say those words. <laughs> yeah. But they, they put them through a lot, um, and try and, you know, battle test them, make sure that yeah. they're ready. Um, because, you know, safety on the track is, you know, the utmost priority. Yes. Because, yep. because of the nature of it and the, yeah. the way that the race kind of moves in a big pack uh-huh. and it's on a cinder track. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. When I saw that first wreck or one of the couple of wrecks and the ambulance came out, I was like, hard pass. I'm, I'm out, man. Like, <laughs> it's tough. but once I do have uh, plenty of cinders. Still oh, I bet. Me, yep. Uh-huh. But, um, you but know, it's worth it. Get, yeah, once you get past that first wreck, you kind of uh-huh. realize you kind of realize it's not that bad. Right. It, it does kind of stink to you know uh-huh. kind of scrub those those cinders yeah. out. I bet. But then it kind of takes some of the fear out of it. Yeah, kind of absolutely. About that, yep. as you're, you're going yep. on the track, and you almost kind of have to. Otherwise, yeah. you're not gonna you're gonna kind of hold back. Yep. That extra ten percent that you need that you need that to race. actually compete. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's great. Very cool. Well, one last question here um, before we we let you go. But uh, how can we, um, as a as an end cycling team and uh, our our listeners, how can we be praying for you and your team as you prepare and as you are on race day? Yeah, sure. Um, so leading up to the race, I think. I'd say there's probably three main things that I would ask you guys to pray for, pray for. Mm-hmm. And that would be one, um, the growth and development of these, these rookies and making sure that they, you know, feel confident um, in their ability and confident in the preparation as they move into kind of this racing series, mm-hmm. as they move into March and April. Okay. Um, the second thing would be, the safety of the team as well as everyone on the track as we as we go into this racing series um like we just talked about there's there's a lot of opportunity for for wrecks and people will wreck but just praying for safety and making sure that there's nothing too serious everyone is able to you know do their best as well as you know stay safe throughout the experience yeah definitely the third thing would be praying for CSF cycling and our mission as we work hard to um, go out into this little 500 community and share um, God's light and really, you know, bring people in um, within this community and really have an impact on their lives, um, have a huge impact on their lives yeah. um, by sharing this with them. Um, so praying for that mission and praying that you know, the, the riders and the community within little five, um, are receptive to that as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Yeah. That's definitely something that we can, we can be praying for. And I, I love, uh, how you can kind of put that, that whole love God and love others, uh, within those three. So, uh, we, we really appreciate that as well. So, um, well, well, thank you so much again for joining us, uh, on the cycling for more podcast and, we just really appreciate what CSF cycling team is doing and uh, just really appreciate uh, you and, and your team. And uh, we wish you guys all the best. Awesome. Thanks, Derek. Thanks for having me on the podcast. And as always, really, really appreciate your support. The team really appreciates it. Appreciate Absolutely. It. It's, it's our pleasure. Absolutely. So thank you. 
Thank you. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Will. Um, I know I enjoy just kind of getting to hear his story and hear his background and kind of hear how he, you know, he grew up in the faith. Um, uh, unlike, you know, Riley talked about how like God was always kind of real, but she never really had a relationship until um, yeah. her friend Abigail just kind of started taking her to everything. Uh, Will was a little bit different kind of growing up in the church and, and then even mentoring uh, and teaching kids in the church as he grew up through high school and whatnot. And, uh, and for me, as I listened to that interview, you saw that carry over and what Will was excited about for this year. Like, you know, you kind of asked him like what he was looking forward to about the team this year and everything. And what he really seemed to be looking forward to is not so much the race, which I'm sure he was and, and, and everything else, but he was looking for that, looking forward to that opportunity of really pouring into these other rookies that were on the team this year and really yeah. walking with them, um, both in their cycling and just in them living out their faith and being a part of CSF and kind of carrying forward that CSF mission. And yeah. I just, I love that fact that he was like, I'm really excited that I get to invest in these other guys. Like what, what yeah. just a testament to, I think, how God has created him to be able to pour into and invest in other young men that he has that opportunity to. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah that was really neat. And just to be able to say, you know, that he saw it the first year and was like, no, I got to be a part of this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it wasn't like the, that maybe uh, cycling was the vehicle to be able to allow him to like be a mentor and be right. Like uh, to carry out that kind of um, that mission of, of CSF. And I, I love how Riley and Will talked about that, you know, about mm -hmm. the mission. And, um, you know, maybe maybe that shows a lot about their mission, uh, about their leadership as well. Yeah. And that uh, and their vision um, in it that they were able to to kind of talk about that, you know, ab about being a light in in the, uh, you know, cycling community at IU. And, yeah. uh, it being, uh, that, that campus and that, uh, that light at the campus house, you know, mm. to be able to share Christ with people that, uh, you know, might, might not have ever heard his name before, or that, uh, you know, during that week, if it's a, it's a big party weekend, you know, right. to, to be able to, you know, um, be a DD for somebody or be, right. uh, you know, something like that, that they would share in a different side of, of Christ that, that nobody else has, has maybe seen before. So, uh, so yeah, I, I really like that aspect of, of the mentorship and the, the fact that, uh, they're really trying to continue to, to carry that, that mission of, of being a light, uh, on that, on that campus. So, and, and what a cool opportunity as well to, I mean, the, the house, the campus house is at the end of Greek row. Right. Um, and so, you know, just, and it's amazing opportunity for, uh, them to reach their, uh, Greek peers in that as well. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll even mentioned, uh, that like a uh, pancake breakfast or whatever they were uh -huh, doing yeah. and offering up. Um, so yep. that was really cool. Yeah, it was, it was neat to hear both of them talk about that mission. Both of them talk mm -hmm. about that idea of being a light there on the campus. We'll talking about even helping uh, these new guys kind of to be a light in the Little Five community. Um, and, and Riley talking about like they wanted to be a team that like, 
basically people wanted to ride with, like they wanted yeah. to be around them um, as far as that goes. And she even, she even made the comment, like that's more important to us than winning the race or doing well or whatever it yeah. is being that, being that those light bearers, uh-huh. um, which is just, which is just cool. Like it's a testament, like, Hey, this is fun. This is, you know, we enjoy this. Like this is uh, a really cool event and everything. But what we really want at the end of the day is we want people to see Jesus. Uh, And I I just thought that was great. Um, You know, as I listened to it. Yeah, absolutely. And as I I listened to it and thought about it, you know, and maybe this has happened for you all kind of as you've listened to the episodes, like uh, immediately to my mind, the words of Jesus came from Matthew chapter five. And I'll I'll just kind of share them with you. It's Matthew chapter five, verse 14. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. A city located on a hill cannot be hidden. People do not light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before people so that they can see your good deeds and give honor to your Father in heaven. And and like those verses just sum up to me what I heard both Riley and Will talking about what they wanted to do really more than anything else. Like, yeah, they wanted to go out and they wanted to compete and they wanted to do their best. But mm-hmm. more than all of that, they wanted to go and, and shine that light that Jesus has given them. And, and I love that because, yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's one thing to say you love Jesus at, at a Christian university, right, where basically, yeah. you know, people are there. It's another thing to say you love Jesus and to really intentionally live that out um, on on a non-Christian campus and especially on a giant party festival type event. Right. Yep, Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's really, I, I really like that verse that, that you shared there, you know, and um, what, what an incredible opportunity to, uh, to be able to share it, you know, at the who, who, who's your dome. There you well. go. There you so, go. So I had to get that one in there. Thanks. Thanks. We all appreciate yeah, it as an Indiana you. native, you know, I know I'm, I'm all know. for it. I'm all for it. Yeah, so very cool. All right. Well, uh, again, we hope you all enjoyed getting to listen to those interviews with Riley and Will. Uh, Derek, thanks for taking the time to sit down with them and just yeah. to, to get their stories. We, you know, we're glad Absolutely. you were able to do that. Yeah. Oh. Th- and thanks for the CSF team to be able to, yeah. um, for teaching us what it means to be mm-hmm. a light and teaching us what it yeah. means to, um, learn from you uh, uh on on how to be a light in in this dark world yep absolutely absolutely so and uh, you know props to them um just so you know as you're listening to this the little five race has already happened this year at this point it is the third weekend in april um, yes i believe yep. unless they shift it because of easter well, they... weekend it might have been, yeah. It was the twelfth and thirteenth. Yeah, so April, so it sure. might have been shifted a little bit because of when Easter fell this year. But normally it's the third weekend in April, so it has already happened. Um, but you know, Derek, you asked them both things that we could be praying for, and I think those are things that can carry on just to continue praying for those students, um, to continue yeah. to pray for CSF in general there as they you know kind of live out that light bearing challenge, um, on the campus there in Bloomington. Uh, and then even as next April comes around, you can think about it and be like, Oh yeah, that little five race is happening. Um, Mm -hmm. so you can be praying for them, uh, even next year as that comes to mind and go support their team. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know, um, uh, you know, in cycling is kind of sponsored the team, uh, the, the last couple of years. And so that's been cool to build that relationship with them yeah. and just see, uh, what God has given the opportunity to do in that. Absolutely. 
So, well, everybody, we have arrived at the last segment of the show, the segment that we like to call the road ahead. So the question is, what's going on with ends of the earth cycling in between this episode and the next? And the truth is, like at the moment, it's like prep time. We've That's had true. the Belize bike ride. We've had uh, the Key West bike ride uh, at this point. And so right mm-hmm. now we're kind of getting everything geared up for the summer because we've got two rides in June, uh, the Georgia bike ride at Bragg, wagon wheel bike ride. We've got uh, Iowa at Ragbri in July. We've got I'm going to call it the Men Whisk Ride. Can I do that? <laughs> there you go. That's good. Yep. <laughs> the, That's fantastic. The, there we go. Um, that Minnesota-Wisconsin mm-hmm. ride there in August. So we're just kind of, we're in this preparatory phase of getting ready. Um, yeah. All of uh, registration is open for all of those rides. You can still go register for Bragg. Uh, you can still mm-hmm. go register for Ragbri. You can register for Wagon Wheel for the Men Whisk Ride uh, as far as that goes. Uh, but Derek just told me something interesting about the month of May. So the month of May is uh, Bike Safety Month, Nick. And uh, as you know, bike safety is really important to us. Absolutely. Uh, we don't want concussions. No, this is we why we wear helmets. Exactly. We don't want uh, broken collarbones, right? Which sometimes can't be avoided, as I found out right? when I was in Belize. Uh, that's this is a story true. for another time. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's or another you can... podcast. Sure, exactly. Exactly, yep. Uh, we don't want broken hips, um, which is in my case. Right, yes. Um, you know, which my you hips found don't out. lie. Yeah, oh, there exactly. you go. <laughs> um, so be careful out there, people. Um, please uh, be so, so safe. Uh, wear yeah. helmets. Uh, man, wear some knee pads if you need to. Um, you know, I, ride smart. Whatever you need. Yeah, exactly. Ride, ride smart. Just be ride, smart about ride it. Ride safe. Yeah, you know, definitely. Yep. You know, we always, uh, we require people to wear helmets on our rides. I, I always wear my helmet. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, honestly, truly, I say this, thank God that I did because I hit my head hard um, when I crashed yeah. in Belize. Um, so please, you know, take bike safety seriously. Ride your helmet. Yeah. Follow the rules of the road. Um, don't go blowing through stop signs um, no. because you just make people mad. And, yep. and then, you know, that's not good for any of us in the cycling community. So we want to encourage you. Uh, bike safe, bike smart, wear your helmet, uh, follow those rules of the road uh, as far as that goes and and have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And have fun, you know, just getting out there and, and, you know, obviously safety first is is what what we're saying here, but uh, safety first and join one of our rides. Yeah, there we go. Shameless. Absolutely. Shameless Absolutely. Plug. No, there's no shame in this. So, um, <laughs> so the road ahead, uh, again, not much happening at the moment, but we're super excited getting geared up for the summer. And yeah, we'd love to have come, have you come join us on one of those rides. So make sure you check it out as always. It's endscycling.com slash tours, and you can check out those rides that we've got coming up this summer. Uh, well, that will do it for this episode of the cycling for more podcast brought to you by ends of the earth cycling. Uh, we, we sure hope you all have enjoyed this because uh, as always we've enjoyed sharing it with you right we have absolutely and it's good to be back together again it is yes it is it's good to be back together and to be able to do this um as a side note if you want to watch this year's little five women's race and men's race uh they are on the iu website and so we're going to include a link to those in the show notes so you can go check it out and kind of just see the race and what it's like um and you know if you want to skip through some of the middle parts of it and get towards the end when maybe the action picks up a little bit more you can do that because there's maybe a little scrubber but 
there you go. But you can check that out. Um, and just as a little tease, we're excited about our next episode as well. Um, we're always excited because, as I've said, we enjoy getting to do this. But our next episode, you can be on the lookout for. We're going to be interviewing a Guinness World Record holder. That's, there you go. I'm looking forward to that one. So for sure. uh, I'll, yeah. I'll leave you guys with that Guinness World Record holder for the next episode. Until then, remember to keep the rubber side down. And get out there and pray, pedal, and repeat. Repeat.